Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Episode number 30 has now hit the internet, has hit the podcast uh, library Mm. for everyone to listen to. And wow, I just, you know, I sit here and I really cannot believe that we've made it this far. Uh, And whenever I say we, my name is Quinn Eaton. And I am DJ Pig. And this is a podcast that is called AYN2K. And now... Well, it's called All You Need to Know. Right, but the the abbreviation for right. it, the, yeah, the shortened yeah. version, AYN2K, which I thought we, whenever we sat there and said, you know, what should be the name of the podcast, we went over a bunch of different ideas, uh, but we finally settled on this one, one reason because it wasn't taken by anyone else, right. and the other one being we thought that it was uh, kind of kind of an interesting name for the for the podcast, and, and it was appropriate. Oh, most definitely it was appropriate. And the, and the funny thing is we named it that, and we had a, a different style a different format for the show right then we changed the format of the show but yep. we still kept the same name because it basically didn't matter it just Whoa. it still worked out yeah anyways and i'm sorry you know i'm a little my mind's a little little out of out of here right now because i am still furious about the, Dude, the firing of mr P. i can't get over it it's just for those of you who don't know um in, in an episode earlier that we have looked for and, and cannot find we mentioned that we had um, an, an editor. We do have. Well, we had an editor, and he had had. We yes. would we would take the the recording of the episode that we do here at our AYN Two K Studio. We would take the recording, and then we would send it to Mister P, is is what what we called him, and uh, he was in charge of of editing it, making sure that it sounded good, getting the intro, uh, the topic transition, and the uh, exit. Uh, voice of Coach, uh, not Coach Bell, excuse me, well, Keith Bell. He yeah, was our coach. He was though. a coach at one point for us. Um, but he was in charge of getting the whole podcast put together. And he was also, the one other thing that he had to do was check our email account mm-hmm. to make sure that we didn't have, you know, or that we had emails. If we had an email, he would say, okay, this one, you know, you don't need to see this one. This one's from Google. It's telling yeah. you about your account. Right. But he would. He was in charge of finding the ones that people sent to us, like Stanley Round, uh you know the Lynette reads every all, yeah. all the more more important right. messages that we right. would get every well, week, and he would and he would forward them to us. Because well, every every message that we get from our audience is most definitely important. And let me just go ahead and tell you, we had probably one of the most fantastic and well written and well executed, well thought out emails I right. have ever seen. Oh. It was very thorough, and Mr. P looked over it. He he missed it. He missed it. This was back in April. It was a fantastic email, and Mr. P sat there and he forgot about it. Well, it's. I don't think it was even forgotten. I think it just he had. He wasn't even logging on. He was lazy. Yeah. I mean, it's absolutely arbitrary. It just the paycheck that we were giving Mr. P. Yeah. Yeah, I, ridiculous. Again, the, the I'm amount of sitting money. out here living in a cardboard box because of all the money I'm putting into this, and right, it goes yeah. the, part, partly because of his Mr. paycheck. Mr. P, yeah, Mr. P's paycheck through and this he's podcast. Not even, he's not even doing his damn well, job. And, and now he's doesn't even have a job well, because we yeah. fired his ass. Yeah, Mr. P's out of here. Mr. P is done here at AYN2K, and, you know, I'll edit the podcast, damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm so tired. Mr. P, and towards the end of our uh, working relationship, Mr. P was showing a lot of passive aggressiveness. Yes. Uh, he was showing a lot of uh, lack of a motivation yep. uh, from his part. Yep. And it really, I am just, you know, I'm very happy that we finally decided to axe 
uh, Mr. P. Well, you know what they say. If if you want something done right, you just got to do it yourself. You got to do it yourself. So. And I will do that for now, but I'm sure at some point we might find another person to start editing the podcast. That. That is a and, lot of... But damn it, you know, maybe you and I should check the emails a little bit more because yeah. I do feel so bad. Right. And it did inspire us uh, to do this episode of... The, the podcast, which is uh, one that we've done before and one that I, you know, I think was a really enjoyable podcast because uh, we usually with the podcast, we focus in on one topic right. and uh, we talk about it for, or we try to cover it or unpack it to about 95%. Exactly. And then we leave the 5%, of course, for the rest of the audience, for the people that are listening, uh, for all those groups that are out there studying the, the these podcasts and these topics. We let them finish it out. Yep. But one that we have previously done was called... Uh, mailbox right. number one, and we we named it mailbox number one because we after we did it we said you know what that's a good idea we're gonna come back to that right and so today we are coming back to that because you know when last time we we said hey send in your emails send in your faxes send in your letters and and contact us with questions that you might have for us and, and it worked out beautifully and it worked out beautifully we got way too many so this is now going back to some that we had left over yep. And it's also going to ones that we still receive because not we don't even send out, uh, you know, we didn't even send out a message to try to get this uh, to try to get this response. Right. We just continually got emails, letters. Uh, we did get a couple faxes. And we got a bunch of stuff that piled up that we didn't know about right. because Mr. P wasn't Mr. doing P his damn job. Mr. P wasn't doing his damn job. You know what? Mr. P can go f*** himself because Mr. P is, uh, you know what? It's getting my blood. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, let's, you know what? It's over with now. Yeah, and, and, you, and you he's know, out of you, here. Well, and you've got your blood pressure issues. Mm-hmm. So yes. let's just calm down, and we'll move on and really take care of the audience with this one. Well, yeah, and what we're doing today, if, if you haven't caught on, if you haven't seen the title of today's episode, is Mailbox Volume 2. And we've got uh, just a plethora of great questions mm-hmm. coming coming at you guys today uh, from four separate individuals. And one of them, the, the very first question that we will answer, uh, we will apologize to him because right. because Mr. P was the one who overlooked his email and it's right. a fantastic email and we hope that we didn't lose a fan by by accidentally ignoring this email. Exactly. Uh, but but you know we will go ahead and say uh, that we apologize but it's not our fault it was an employee. Right. Uh, it brings back Rick Patino. You know, he was in charge but it was his it was his employees that got him in trouble. Well, and that's basically in the same situation and before we can dive into yeah, that conversation we because we don't have enough time today Welcome to Mailbox, Volume 2. We have some very excellent questions today, DJ, and and we're just going to jump right in right into it. The very first email that we received, uh, the one that we have been talking about, the yep. reason why Mr. P was fired, he can burn in hell. Yep. Uh, and that's and I'm talking about Mr. P, not the person who sent this email. Oh, right. Yes. Uh, we got an email from uh, someone that, that I used to have as a teacher. I don't know if you ever had him in, in class, but he now uh, has moved to a different school district. Right. Plus, we are both now out of high school. Right. Uh, his name is Jared Rosa. I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people uh, know who he is, uh, know the name. But he sent us just a very significantly important email. Oh. And we, we overlooked it. We apologize uh, just over and over again. We can't apologize enough for missing this because it is such a thorough and well-thought-out email. And I will go ahead and read it. It's from Jared Rosa. He says, What's up, guys? I like the thing you have going here. Here's a topic that I'd be interested uh, to see what you have to say. Now, he was maybe thinking this was a whole episode dedicated to this. Right. 
And that, you know, we could have probably done that, and we might still do that, yeah. but for right now, we're just going to dive into it in this mailbox episode. He says, with the state of our society and the different approaches to parenting, uh, should the government regulate an age at which a person should receive a smartphone slash tablet slash device? To elaborate briefly, you cannot deny that the addiction of social media and behavior issues associated with, with the devices in general. So he's saying that you know most of these uh, problems that are coming from every, everything the kids were having to deal with, the, what the kids, how they're acting and things like that, it is uh, coming from having a smartphone or a tablet right. or a device. Exactly. Um, he says, we have restrictions on age when it comes to driving an automobile. Uh, we also have restrictions whenever buying liquor or alcohol. So why not have an age restriction on this? Should we take the decision out of the family's hands care to enlighten your followers jared rosa well wow and i'll still refer to him as mr rosa mr rosa i I never had him as a teacher but he was a teacher Mm -hmm. exactly right and some might some might even refer to him as a coach because he is a yeah he he coaches soccer great coach Um, yes and thank you for the question wow my goodness question such my goodness it's so thought-provoking and and let me just go ahead and open the question up to you dj what do you think um I think that there should be regulation because I think a lot of uh, the issues at this point that we're having is technology is getting so – there's no way to regulate it. As a, right. A, for parents, they can't regulate and, and, and make sure that – they can't focus No, in. no, I, I totally see what you're saying. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. hard to explain. I'm glad you can no, because it's there's hard no to way explain. in hell the listeners are no, going to be able to understand. No, they're having a little trouble understanding through your stuttering, but – what you're what you're saying is that there's no way uh, to get around the fact that these kids are being distracted and it's affecting them uh, it, mentally and emotionally and, and probably even physically. Uh, so I agree that there should be a regulation. I don't know. The, the, the next question, the follow-up question is what age do you allow uh, children or kids uh, to start getting a smartphone or a tablet or device? Because it does bother me right. uh, whenever you're in a public place or, or anywhere of the, uh, for that thought. And you see a kid, and his eyes are just glazed over, and he's looking at a screen. Right. And I say his, it could be her. Oh, there's, right. there's all kinds no, of no. genders and all kinds of ages of the kids that are just sitting there uh, locked into the screen. Well, I mean, I think you just get a situation there where, as a parent, you're not going to be able to control everything that that child exactly sees. Exactly right, yes. So I think whatever process we took into taking and providing the age uh-huh. uh, that we decided upon for being able to drive and the age to be able to purchase tobacco products and the, and the age exactly, to be able yes. to vote and, and to buy out Join the military, Join correct, the military. yes. So I think that you just take through the same process there, um, and it may take a while, but I think that that does need to be And And about. so like I said, the follow-up question is what age would you say uh, should the regulation take effect? And I, you know, just right off the top of my head, I say 12. I was actually thinking more like 14 or 15. Okay, wow. Okay. I just think, I don't know. I, I don't, I think it's dangerous to put something that can be looked at in such a broad way mm-hmm. and, and used at in such a broad way into a, a child's hands that is experiencing extreme hormonal changes. Okay. Well, because, okay, so it sounds like you're you're really talking about porn. Okay. Well, porn is an aspect, but no, I I'm actually Well, that's like just, but I'm just saying this whole time that you've been talking about it, like I think you've been trying to work your way around that word and I just went ahead and said it because I feel like that's what you're trying to say. But, you know, if I'm wrong, go ahead and stop me and continue your thought. Uh, you're not completely wrong. Por- right. Pornography is, is an issue and, and obviously prevails 
And, oh, I, well, I, and, and here's the thing, I don't want to talk about it. So well, just whatever else you were going to say, go ahead and talk about it. I'm just saying, like, there's other things out there, too. And I think that a lot of what kids are seeing on social media uh-huh. may have uh, something to do with what we're seeing in modern day. With uh, I don't blame the technology on, say, like, school shootings. Right. But I think that there there's a connection there. And just looking at the way he's phrased this question, he's, he's saying, uh, to elaborate briefly, you cannot deny that there's an addiction to social media and there's behaviors issues associated with the devices in general. Right. So I think he He's really taking uh, a stance uh, from the from the point of view that's saying uh, these are dumbing down our kids. Uh, this is having a negative yes. effect on our on our children. Uh, so, what age should we regulate them? And uh, just a very well thought out question, oh, and we really appreciate it. Yes, thank uh, you but, very much. Coach. But I think we will. I think we will answer it by saying yes. There should be an age regulation. In our and, opinion, yes. And you said fifteen. I said twelve. So yep. let's just settle at thirteen. Yep. Okay. Perfect. So now we will move on to our ne- very. Thank you very much, oh, Mr. Rosa, for that question. It was brilliant, and we are sorry that we took so long to get to it. Right. Uh, but of course, that's not our fault. That is yeah. on Mr. P. Mr. P. Yes. Our next question comes from the long-time follower and listener. I love this lady mm-hmm. and her study group, Yep, Lynette Reed. Lynette. She is always there. She is constantly sending us emails. Uh, we're, we're always sending uh, different thoughts back and forth. She sends us notes from our... Uh, from the podcast that she's talked about, right. uh, and then we send her our notes that mm-hmm. whenever we're trying to develop topics, and she she gives us some feedback. It's just a brilliant and just uh, such a beneficial relationship for oh, the, for the two of us. But Lynette Reed sends us an email, and she says, "Ay and two K exclamation point My favorite people. I hope all is well. And just letting you know, my study group, all you need to talk about, is doing exceptional as of late. We thoroughly enjoyed the camping episode as well as the summer episode." The summer one was a hot topic, and then she put in parentheses, no pun intended, but it does kind of sound like she intended to have a pun there. Well, it it sounds like. I think she was pointing out that that it was a pun. That it was a pun in case we missed it. Right. Well, I think we would have caught it, Lynette, but, you know, no offense to you. Yeah. Anyways, she says. And we won't take offense to that either. Right, right, right. It's all all good. No hard feelings, Lynette. She says, I have a question for you. I love to dip my Oreos in milk in order to get them to um, have a softer consistency, but the moist Oreos can be very messy, and they often fall apart into my glass. Any ideas or any help? Keep up the good work, Lynette. Okay, so she she always uh, really just gives us gives us some confidence whenever she sends right. us an email. She really pumps us up and, yep. and gives us some you know a, a good ego boost there. Oh, almost. Uh, but she also she she gives us a very interesting question, and it's and it's just so fascinating because I have kind of found uh, a way to soften up an Oreo without dipping it into milk. How's that? Now, as of late, I have recently discovered that if you take Oreos, you could take the whole package, or you could just take a couple, yep. uh, and you place them in your refrigerator. You can leave them there overnight. Uh, most of the time, it takes a couple hours. So I would, you know, and, and, you know, this is one of the things where you could just take your Oreos home from the grocery store and put them in the fridge if you like them at this, at this consistency. Yeah. But as an Oreo refrigerates, uh, the, the cookie part softens up. Well, so, so the other day, the other day, I, I just simply put my lunch into the refrigerator. Uh, I had a sandwich and some chips, and I, br- I took an Oreo, you know, just one, yeah. just as a little snack at the end, a little dessert for lunch. Just which one I think, Oreo. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had just one Oreo. Well, you know, I'm just trying to watch my figure, and and if I really want to be honest with you, it what wasn't you? it wasn't Oreo thin. Well, I am, I mean, I am really watching. Away, you want to keep away from the dad vibe. Uh-huh. We talked about that last yeah, week. Yeah, we definitely did. We covered that. But let me just go ahead and round back to it. Whenever you leave an Oreo in the fridge for a long period of time, it does soften up. 
and it gives it the consistency of you dipping it in the milk, but it's not, like uh, Lynette said, it's not crumbling apart. It's right. not falling into the milk. Because I know, I mean, we've all been there. You start dipping the Oreo in the milk, and I don't, you know, I'm the type of person, I don't dip it, like, and I go one, like, I don't dip it multiple no, I times. Hold it in, I hold it in there. I suffocate that bitch. And then you, like, hold it there, and you say, okay, it's starting to get kind of soft. Yep. Sometimes you wait too long, you start to pull it up, and the Oreo falls into the glass. Right. You then you've the got, then, then you're getting your hands in there, you're getting a utensil out of the, right. out of the drawer. It's, it's a, it's a big mess. I tell you what, and I, I've never used one, but I actually have seen a, uh, uh it's a, Made of plastic, it's a utensil oh, mm-hmm. made for dipping Oreos, dipping Oreos or or other cookies of some sort. Yes, but it is. It's like a little uh, rounded, rounded little th- thing. It's, it's, almost it's, like like jay, it's almost like tongs. It's almost like tongs, right? Well, this is kind of like okay. a little J. Right, and you just thing. hold it in there. No, okay. And it holds the cookie, and you just dip it in. Interesting. And, and, and pull wow. it Wow. Oh, Very fascinating. It's, just, it's absolutely fascinating. And so, I would love to, to try one out and, and try to use one. Uh-huh. But, I, um, I've never seen one, but I would, you know, I might put that I on my Amazon try. list. might right. put that in the oh, cart, you know, goodness. and order that real fast. Ooh, get that uh, here tomorrow. Expedite it. Yeah. But, yeah, Lynette, I hope that it answers your question. I kind of think we gave you two. And that's the thing. Like, I, I stumbled upon my discovery as to putting the Oreos in the fridge. And, uh, I, you know, I have Oreos in my fridge at the moment right now. And they are they are just such – you know, here's the thing. Whenever it comes to Oreos, they're good. They're great. I can't argue with that. Oh, well, yeah. but, but something that usually bothers me is whenever you get a Dairy Queen Blizzard – and thing. Whenever I eat ice cream, I don't like to have crunchy stuff in my ice cream because right. then I have to. Ch- it forces me to chew the ice cream, and everybody knows you don't want to bite into ice cream because it can cause a lot of problems. Oh. So whenever you get a blizzard from Dairy Queen, the Oreos are, are usually you know not not cold and they're not soft. They're usually right. hard, so no. I don't enjoy that at all. Yeah. But if you get like cookies and cream, most of the time that Oreo that's in the ice cream is a little softer. Have you ever noticed that? Well. Another thing you get with cookies and cream is the cookie. I, I think all of the difference is there mm-hmm. is the it's more crushed up. Right. So for the people that do like the chunks of Oreo, yes. I think you get the Oreo Blizzard. For the people who right, like you, right, would rather have the or, the uh, the cookies and cream. Yeah, but and that and that's a great point. But I was just kind of using that to say that I never really noticed that whenever you have the, the Oreo in the ice cream, most of the time kept in the freezer mm-hmm. or any any like a very cold storage for that matter. Yeah. Uh, because the Oreos that they put in a blizzard are just kind of you know they're crushed up, but they're sitting outside. They're not refrigerated. Right. So I did discover that I made that connection. Okay, you put an Oreo in the fridge, it softens it up. And that's really how I like it. And that, and I just yeah, wanted, no. Lynette, I hope that answers your question. And we appreciate uh, how much you support us. Uh, Lynette, I, I will go ahead and say uh, she often sends us emails uh, every episode to try to just let us know that we're doing a great job. She offers support. She offers constructive criticism, which we really appreciate and we, yes, take, and we really take notes on and we really look at. So, Lynette... Uh, for that for that answer, you can either get the little tool that DJ talked about. Yep. I'm sure you could order it on Amazon. Uh, Lynette loves Amazon and eBay too. She's a big she's a big uh, purchaser on hey. eBay. Uh, but then you can also try my theory of just putting the Oreos in the fridge and uh, opening those suckers up and going to town on them. Yes. We will now move on to our next question, which comes from yet another teacher that I had and I'm sure that you everyone's everyone knows this lady yeah, she's yeah. she's amazing and she and she sent us this message and it wasn't it wasn't a email it was through a through a message and and you know it's just a it's a very interesting uh, article it's not not really a question right. but we do have a, a story that she said uh, that would be great for a conversation piece for uh, our podcast yes yeah, so we we have read over this but I will go ahead and and read this this is uh, from an actual newspaper and the headline says 
Florida couple arrested for selling tickets to heaven. Yeah. It goes on to say, a couple in Florida, Tito and Amanda Watts, were arrested a few days ago for selling golden tickets to heaven to hundreds of people. They sold the tickets on the street for $99 per ticket, or $99.99 per ticket, uh, told the buyers that the tickets were made from solid gold and that each ticket reserved the buyer a spot in heaven. Simply present the ticket at the pearly gates and you are in. Tito Watts said to the police in his statement, I do not care what the police say. The tickets are solid gold, and it was Jesus who gave them to me behind the KFC and told me to sell them so I could get me some money to go to outer space. I met an alien named Stevie who said if I got the cash together, he would take me and my wife on his flying saucer to his planet that is made entirely of drugs. You should arrest Jesus because he is the one that gave me the golden tickets. I am willing to wear a wire and set Jesus up. In her police statement, Amanda Watts said, We just wanted to leave Earth and go to space and do drugs. I did not do anything. Tito sold the golden tickets to heaven. I just watched. Police said they confiscated $10,000 in cash from their home, along with drug paraphernalia and a baby alligator. There's so much to take from this story. I cannot get over it. Let's go ahead, and we really appreciate you sharing this uh, article with us because it is uh, it is very hilarious, uh, but it's also just... Uh, downright disturbing almost. Well, it's disturbing, but here, here's the thing, and, and maybe my mind works in, in a weird way. Of course. The two things that I immediately take from this story, uh-huh. the first thing that crosses my mind is get these people on a car lot or in an insurance place because if they can sell these tickets to heaven to over hundreds of people, right. I mean, my goodness, and who, I they mean, can sell anything. It says that they confiscated $10,000 in cash. I now, mean, you know, yeah. I don't know if that's all from the tickets to heaven, but, uh, yeah, you make a good point. That It seems like they can, they can, they're can. they pretty good salespeople I mean, is what you're saying. I mean, that's fantastic if they can sell that. Right. Number two, what were you thinking? Um, the second thing is Tito got sold the hell out. By his... By uh, his partner, yes, Amanda. Oh, Amanda, yeah. Uh, Amanda says threw she had him nothing to do with right it. under the bus, and the bus bounced hard as it rolled over him. Dude. Over Tito, yes. Oh um, my gosh! Just and they they said that they that the whole idea was to raise enough money so they could go to outer space, and that there was this alien named Stevie who uh, said that they would he would take them for the right amount of money. He would take them to his home planet that was made entirely of drugs. It sounds to me like they were already on a planet that was entirely made of drugs. Uh, so Tito and Amanda were probably most likely under the influence. And the other thing that stands out to me is that, uh, of course, Tito was willing to wear wire in order to have Jesus uh, caught. He, he said, uh, I'm willing to wear wire and set Jesus up. Now, he says, he says that he met Jesus behind Does the he KFC. Does he ticket to heaven then? If he does that? Um, I think if you, yeah, I would say I for if sure. You, if, you, if you set Jesus up, you lose your ticket to heaven. Exactly right. But here's the thing. He could have met a guy named Jesus, but it might just not have been Jesus Christ, which yeah, is, of course, is very our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right. He could have just met, you know, Jesus from, you know, down the street. Yeah. Uh, and he and he was... Likes the, or that works at KFC. Yeah. And it's just so, there's so much going on in this story, because the funny thing is, this is, you know, it's it's a newspaper article, but it only takes up. It's only maybe two paragraphs, two or oh, three yeah. paragraphs. So it, it's not a very long story, but there's just so much to take from it. Uh, but it is just a really funny story, and, and we appreciate uh, Miss Birkin uh, sharing it with us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, I mean, any any other thoughts? Is there a moral to that story? Usually whenever you see a, a story like that, you say, okay, well, maybe this is the lesson from it. Hey, you know what? As uh, the great Miss Nancy Reagan would say, uh-huh. just say no. 
Just say no. Just yeah. say no. It sounds like there was a lot of drugs involved. It sounds like they said yes to a lot of different things right there. And it also sounds like there's a lot of gullible people in Florida, so I think the moral of the story is do not live in Florida. Or if you're looking to make some quick cash, go down get to your ass to Florida. Exactly right. So we appreciate that message as well. Um, and it's just a funny, fun, very funny story there. Yeah. Uh, that you know, in our old format of our podcast, that probably might have been at the very end, right? Because we always ended with something funny, something yep. strange, and that was definitely one of the stranger news stories that I've ever read. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it's it's an, a newspaper article, so it has to be true, correct? Yes. And that's that's where we're leaving. Yeah, that's just how it is. To finish off this uh, very fast-paced episode of AYN2K, I feel like and, we are flying yeah, it, through it. It has been. Uh, but. Quick. But guess who sent us an email oh. every week? Ooh. Stanley Round. Oh, the man. Mr. The Stanley myth, Round. The legend. Stanley Round is is back. He Well, he never left. He's always here sending Don't us emails. Don't call it to come back. You know, Stanley Round. Just such an unbelievable guy. I would love to meet him. I've never seen. Here's the thing. He's, he's never seen a picture of us. Yeah. And Nobody we've never has. seen a picture of him. I mean, I guess people have if they say, okay, I'm going to type in Quinn Eaton on Facebook, Quinn Eaton on Instagram, yeah. something like that. They could yeah. really look us up. But we're going to try to work on getting our picture into the podcast uh, podcast logo. Well, we're going to, we're going to try to do that. Well, what happens when you type in Quinn Eaton on Facebook is you get you get that Quinn Eaton's. You get that other Quinn Eaton from, I can't remember where he lived, gosh dang it. but It was but, somewhere in like Nebraska or like yeah, it, Midwest. I think, I think it was Nebraska. I think you're right on that one. But we'll go ahead and get to Stanley Round's uh, question here. He sent us an email, and he always does this, and... Uh, he says, to DJ and Quinn, here I am again, sending my weekly thoughts to you all. Mm-hmm. I value your opinions highly, and I appreciate your feedback. As He's just such yours. a nice guy. A- yeah, as feed- do we yours. Talking about appreciating your feedback, Stanley, thank you so much for oh. everything that you do for us. Uh, but he says, I have two questions for you this week. Oh, fantastic. And he always he always sends us questions. We don't always bring them up in the podcast, right. but we do always quickly, or not, not necessarily quickly, we try to quickly respond, but yes. we thoroughly think about it before we send the email back. Oh, yeah. Uh, but this week, the questions were just so jam-packed full of uh, knowledge and information that we thought we had to share it with, with all the listeners. Absolutely. Uh, his first question was, during the concluding seconds of a basketball game, if a player were to shoot the ball in the direction of the basket and the buzzer sounds and then the ball proceeds to hit the ground and then bounce into the basket, would the shot count? Wow. Um, well, I mean, you're a basketball coach. And that's you, you a play fantastic basketball. question. You've played basketball your whole life. I'm sure you haven't ever seen that. I'm sure that's... I've never seen it. I've never heard it. I don't know that that thought has ever crossed anyone else's mind, or if it has, I've just I've never heard it verbally expressed. Right. Great question, Stanley. Um, if I had to make a guess, I would say that it would count. So I think what he's saying is, like, game on the line. You know, maybe the game's tied. We'll just say the game's tied like, 90-something, 92-92. And the opposing team uh, throws the ball in, and the guy just chucks it. He chucks it up in the air, and the ball, the buzzer sounds, so yep. the game's over. Mm-hmm. The ball lands on the court and then bounces up into the basket, rolls in, and the basket's good, right? Right. Well, I mean... I don't know. That's the thing is I, I've never the thought of that has never crossed my mind. I don't know if it's dead once it hits the ground or I mean obviously the the basket counts if it goes in before or as long as the shot is released before the buzzer and if it goes in without hitting the ground, it is good. it is good, correct. But this he's asking if the ball is released and the buzzer sounds and then the ball hits the ground and then bounces into the basket, would the shot be good and would that team win the game? That's a very good question. I really, I'm, 
I am just stumped here. And that's the thing is I don't know. I would have to see a legit rule on that as to what makes there has the ball, to be uh, like what indicates that that's dead. You know, I think that probably like you know how whenever you're watching an NBA game or a college game, they do that call to the ref, and the ref is like sitting somewhere in a in an undisclosed location, yep. and he's making rules on or making calls on uh, the game, and he's not even there. Right. We I wish we had that guy. Yeah, I wish we had him on speed dial yeah. because it would be great to call him because I'm sure he would know. But I, you know, I'm not I really sure what, there. With, with that being so uncommon and uh, probably has never happened that I know of, um, if I'm the coach of the team that shot the ball, I'm fighting for that to be. I a, think that a, it would a, count, and I think it should count because the ball is out of the player's hands. Yep. It wasn't affected by anyone else cuz we're saying that it literally it was not affected by anyone else. And it's just like it's such a weird situation too because most of the time if they shot it, uh, most of the time it's going towards the basket and if it misses it goes, you know, out of bounds or something right. like that. But exactly. Stanley is saying that the ball goes up in the air, stays in bounds, bounces on the ground and then goes in the basket. Yeah. That is a question Stanley that we we really don't have a great answer for unless it's just our opinion it's, it's just our opinions here and I'm going to go ahead and say that yes, I, I it would think count. It should. I think it anything it should. Yeah. Uh, and and you know what we might try to try to double check on that right. and get get the rules officials to really look at it. We might even send an email, a fiery email towards Ooh. someone and try to get a response. Uh, Stanley, gosh, dang it, that's a great question. Man. Let's see what number 2 is. Um, Stanley goes on to say I can't help but think that in the song All Right by Darius Rucker, he says that he has spaghetti hands. It's towards the beginning, and he either says, I've got spaghetti and a cheap bottle of wine, or I've got spaghetti hands and a cheap bottle of wine. Your thoughts. Thanks again, and best wishes, Stanley Round. Okay, so yeah, well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We, we, we'll we be able to answer this question. He's, he's, yeah. he's asking, he thinks that he hears Darius Rucker say, that he has spaghetti hands and right. a cheap bottle of wine. Right. But it might be uh, that he has spaghetti and a cheap bottle of wine. Right. Uh, the great news for Stanley is that we are we are in contact with Darius Rucker. Yeah. We saw this email, yes. and we said, you know what? Uh, let's just ask the man himself, Darius Rucker. He's the one that wrote the song. He's the one that performed it. Right. So we sent him an email. Uh, you know, I don't have the email pulled up, of course, right now. But it was something, you know, we said, like, hey, we've got a, we've got a couple questions for you. Um... In your song, All Right, do you say that you have hands made out of spaghetti whenever you say you have spaghetti hands, or are you saying spaghetti and? Right. And uh, very quickly he responded, because, you know, I'm, we're, not, we're not great friends, yeah. But but Darius Rucker apparently doesn't have a lot to do, uh, and he wasn't hooting the blowfish, just a fun fact. He, well, I think, was he hootie? Uh, I believe, I mean, I would I would have to assume so. Probably hootie. He was the lead man. We should ask him. We'll ask him. We'll send, yeah, we'll we'll send him another email. Ne- next time we're in contact with him. Uh, but anyways, uh, I say, I say, Darius, yeah, you know, I'll, I ask him those questions. He gets back and he says, "Listen, uh, this is a big mix-up, and I've been asked this many times. Yeah, uh, I have that version. The the version that I put out to the public is I've got spaghetti and a yep. cheap bottle of wine. But he does, he did say that he had a version because you know originally whenever he was recording it, he said, you know what, that kind of sounds like I'm saying I've got spaghetti hands. Yeah. So he went on and he wrote a full song. Uh, the duration of the song, you know, because everybody's heard All Right by Darius Rucker. And it's, you know, a very great song. It's kind of a little uplifting. I really oh, like it. it absolutely is. But he went on. He, he says that he wrote a version where he just talks about his life and how he has to live with spaghetti hands. And so I was like, I was like mesmerized by this. I said, Darius, you have to send it to us right. so we can put it on our yeah, podcast. We... And he says, 
no, I can't do that. And so then I send back an email. I say, Darius, please. And then he says, I'm sorry, I can't. Like that's yeah. that's personally that's something that I'm not comfortable with doing. And I said, Darius. And he said, Okay, fine, I'll send it. Yeah. So he finally sends an MP4 uh, of all right. Uh, and it's and it's instead of him saying spaghetti and it's. I've got spaghetti hands, and we have it. This is an AYN 2K exclusive, oh, and I would like to go ahead and play that. Yeah. So here it is for all those that are listening today. All right, and it's the parody version. Darius Rucker wrote it and performed it himself. Enjoy. All right. All right. Yes. Yeah, all right. All right. need no five-star reservations I've got spaghetti hands a cheap bottle of wine I can't open it cuz my hands are made of noodles but if someone could then I would be just fine my life is pretty hard having noodle hands and all but if I can look past that I got everything I want Cause I got a roof over my head The woman I love laying in my bed And it's alright I guess she screams every time she sees them I tell her they're my hands but she don't give a damn And it's actually hard Very hard, yeah I've got spaghetti for hands And I can't get a job Maybe later on I'll have this problem fixed But for now my fingers are delectable rigatoni If I had the option I would change it to bow type pasta My favorite noodle and it would be just downright funny Stray dogs bite at them but that's okay when we go to Olive Garden, I don't even have to wait Cause my hands are made spaghetti They don't smell bad, but they're kinda heavy And it's alright, I guess I smell like Fazoli's 24-7 Some people think it's gross, but I think it's heaven It's bothersome, troubling Parmesan's all we Pasta's on me. Yeah, the pasta's on me. Literally. When I lay down at night, the red sauce stains the sheets. My proceeds to yell at me, and I say, Stop buying my sheets. Cause I got these hands I have to deal with. Trick with me for a day, and you'd be pissed. Cause it's awful, awful convenient. And I've got noodles permanently as hands. I can't do shit, and it ruins my plans. And it's not good, not good at all. Yeah, I can't do stuff with my hands. Can't do anything I need. It's not alright by me. 
Seriously, where can I get these things off? Because it's becoming a real big issue. I mean, do I need to go to a doctor or uh, an Italian food restaurant? I, I don't really know. Kind of an odd... Kind of an odd... I mean, it's, you know, that's... Oh, it's very odd. I don't understand why but, he would do that, and he does sound a little different in that song, you know, if I if I do have to point out. He doesn't sound the same as Darius Rucker, right. but, but that is him, because he sent us that MP4 file. Right, no, that came straight from the email. Very unique uh, sound to it, and uh, Stanley, I hope that answers your question. Uh, I, I mean, it should answer your question, because he, right. he has two versions of the song. He yeah. has the one that he has to re- release to the public, and now he has this one that I guess is also released to the public, but this one was, uh, I guess, just one of him, he could personally enjoy right. it. It's a sound mix-up there, and I'm glad that Darius recognized it in recording the song. Yeah, because well, yeah, he said he was in the studio, and he was like, you know what, that sounds like I'm saying I've got spaghetti hands. Right. Yeah, so, they played it back for him. And, and then it, and then he took the time to write another full-length song talking just, about him having spaghetti hands. And it was a great story. It was. Within the song. And it makes you feel bad for him, too. It's it almost does. like it, It's almost like you do believe that he had spaghetti hands. And it also leads to so many other, like, scientific questions that we'll never get into. Right. And, Dar- but, you know, we might still contact Darius to, to see if we can no, have some follow-up questions there right. after listening to that. But, but thank you, Darius Rucker, for sending us that email, sending us that MP4. Yep. And thank you for everyone that sent us... Uh, there are questions. Uh, we didn't we didn't send out a message. Like I said, we didn't send out a message to ask for these questions. They were already there. There were some leftover questions uh, from previous weeks, mm-hmm. and we just had to answer them. And we really appreciate this. And I really do like this format of an episode, mailbox number two or volume two, oh, whichever yeah, one you want to call it. It's just a great way to connect to our audience. But that'll that'll probably do it for this episode of AY and Two K. I hope you guys enjoyed because I know that we did. We tried to rush through it, and we might might be a little long here, but that's okay. Well, it was a great. There's too much information to cut out. I'll yeah, tell you that. Yeah, better uh, long than short. Exactly right. My name is Quinn Eaton. I am DJ Pig. And you guys take it easy. This has been all you need to know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Wednesday because here at AYN2K, we've got you covered.